Guess who? It's coming to dinner. That's right. It's T. Jones after taking a week off. Well, you know, they had that little um, uh, partial episode. I thought, well, between that and the fact I'm a little under the weather, hey, let's just do a super-sized end-of-the-year extravaganza. And that's what we're here for. That's right. T. Jones and the 90-Day Flambe, folks. You know what it is. Your favorite, your newest, bestest buddy, T. Jones laying the heat on these knuckleheads on this show. And hey, th- we finally wrapping up this season. Can you freaking believe it? I can't believe it, man. I mean, for 16, 17 episodes, it feels like it's more, of a, more like 37, you know? Especially the way they uh, kind of bamboozled us here, the way it all kind of shook out, you know? But it's 90-day Dia, the other way. The the one hour final partial episode where everybody kind of says goodbye, and then a uh, three hours, you know, without commercials or with commercials, uh, the tell all. Okay, so you know, let's see if we can uh, wade our way through this little cesspool. What do you say? And of course, we're going to start with everybody's favorite pussy boy in Jimena. Yeah, Mikey. Mikey likes it. Mikey don't like it. Jimena, she hates it. <laughs> <laughs> she says, leave it in your pants there, buddy boy. Anyway, goddamn, mom's there and everything's going to hell, you know. Uh, she's booting his ass out. Not mom. No, Jimena's booting Mike out and he don't want to go, you know. I mean, he. <laughs> so mom's over there now or either that or she just came up from the uh, downstairs or came down from upstairs. I kind of think she lives on one of the floors in that four-story building that Mike rents. Anyway, she, you know, now she's getting in on it and, uh, she's, uh, doing the consoling and consoling her daughter and consoling Mike and, you know, Mike, he just, you know, he, he's looking for any freaking reason he can, you know, hang around, you know, anything he can think of. I just want to say goodbye to the kids in the morning. You'll never see me ever again, I promise you. Oh, what a promise. Okay. Really? No, I'm not me. You're not going to see me. Has been taking advantage you lions, of fuck. It comes to a point where I just can't take it anymore. Oh, poor boy. Yeah, yeah. No mas this, no no that, Mike. You know, you, you ain't going anywhere but the hell. Colombian hell, you son of a bitch. Anyway, yeah, you know, he's all, you know, he can't, you know, he can't get through to her. I try to do what I can, but I can't make any sense to her. Well, you know, ain't that just uh, too damn bad there, Mikey Mikey? You know, just like I said, you just can't enter this game and think you're just going to come in and just play play the game and win and not pay your dues. You know, that ain't how it works, buddy. That ain't just how it works. You just can't walk in to the game of love, brand new at 34 or any age, and fucking come in and be a winner. It ain't gonna happen. Yeah, even Bob Barker was gonna buy that one. Okay, now come on, Mike. You know, you're over here. She's asking you, trying to be nice even. You know, you gotta get a... I'll pay for the hotel, okay, with your money, but, you know, come on, man. No. Now you're leaving tonight. No. Well, <laughs> what the hell you? What the hell are you doing over here, man? You can't just hang around like this. This past year was the happiest I've ever been. Who cares? And I really haven't loved anyone as much as I love Tamara. Yeah, well, you know, you can you can love on her all you want to, or what you think is love, but that don't give you the key to the front door, you son of a bitch. Either this paying the rent necessarily is where nobody's agreeing with you, you being able to just stay there just because you say, you know, you, you got proof that you paid the rent. Yeah, we all know you paid the rent. Yeah, that, that's pretty fucking crystal clear. Everybody knows that now. But that don't mean you can just uh, commandeer the household, okay? It ain't your compound, okay? <laughs> 
in eat your campo, all right? It's Jimenez and her families, who, whoever paid for it, all right? Now, knock it off, Mike. Quit being a dick, you know? So, uh, <laughs> they get in their big fight, you know, and... <laughs> Mike, he just, he wants to just stay in Colombia. Anything he can do to stay in Colombia and stay with his girl, you know? Anything he can do, he'll do anything. 100% Colombian coffee. Handpicked by Juan Valdez. The richest coffee in the world. Oh, yeah, that's what we're staying for. Some of that rich, dark Colombian coffee. But, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, it, it, it ain't gonna matter if the coffee stains your teeth or not, Mike. And you, your appearance has already suffered. And it ain't gonna get any better unless you spend thousands and tens of thousand dollars at the plastic surgery office to uh, remedy some of those little issues that that you have going on there. But uh, <laughs> poor old Mikey, he just you know he just can't understand what the hell is going on. It's like. God, next thing you know, I'm going to be at a hotel. Zimena kicked me out last night Whoop. and wouldn't let me sleep in the house. <laughs> Hello and bye, goodbye. Oh. Bye, ciao. <laughs> Say bye, bye to the kids. There's your bye yeah, to the kids. Ciao, <laughs> Adol, ciao. Yeah, he thought he was going to just, you know, uh, be able to slink right back over there and just, uh, you know, cook up breakfast. Maybe a little little uh, cheese spaghetti for breakfast. <laughs> oh, God. That guy. Remember when he cooked that cheese spaghetti? Something, a dish that nobody's ever done in their life. And there's old Mike serving it up to those kids. Oh, God. Oh, Mike, you know, he just, all he wants to do is just stay. You know, I mean, the poor guy. I mean, he's just having a hell of a time. You know, I mean, come on. Come on, Mike. Come on, hang in there, buddy. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, holy crap. <laughs> Mikey, little boy here. Fetch the stick. Fetch the stick. Come on now. Oh, little Mikey. Oh, gosh. You know, he thinks he deserves better, you know. I don't know what why he thinks he deserves better. Oh, maybe because he spent all that fucking money. You know, I mean, come on, Mike. Get a fucking clue over here. Attached to Harold and Juan. Yeah, you said that and already. I deserve better. Right. Just like I said, you know, he deserves better. So, you know, but now he starts to get indignant again. Here we go with the, with the ba bad uh, Mikey again, you know. He's not going to be the first person to reach out. Oh, if really? She wants to reach out and apologize, <laughs> she can. Right. <laughs> Next day. Ding. Nuestra <laughs> futuro. The next day. He ain't gonna reach out. There he is, reaching out. Whoa, what a pitch. What's the... He's doing the cha-cha-cha now, I guess. He's doing the cha-cha. Yeah, hey, Mike. You're a fucking idiot. Huh, really? Mikey, what's up? Yeah. I know some of my friends had their concerns about Jimena. He don't care. I just ignore all those comments. Yeah. So, Mike, what is go. the status of your relationship today? And here we go. Um, we were able to work it out. And today we're back together. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Way to go, Mike. Whoa, Mike, what the hell? Are you kidding me, man? There they are back together, and yeah, you know, and that's that's how they ended the first part of the tell-all, and everybody's, and I'm thinking, and probably everybody's thinking, yeah, he's gonna get fucking slayed on the finale. Oh yeah, well, guess what? It was a little Mikey love fest in there, man. Oh poor Mike, this and Mike's such a nice guy that, and here here we fucking go again with all this bullshit. I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I mean, you know the. the <laughs> They're kind of behind them. They're behind on the whole story for sure. Then they bring in uh, Nelsie and John. And fucking Mike throws Nelsie under the fucking bus. But then they're, you know, they're they're still buddies, you know. So, you know, I mean, my <laughs> they're, they're just thick and thin. And with Mike as friends, I guess, I guess that's commendable. But come on, man. I mean, at least, you know, try to fucking beat on him a little bit. If you're that good of friends, he can take it. Apparently... You know, either you're doing it and he ain't taking it or he ain't doing it. So, you know, if you're not doing it, start doing it. Start beating on him a little bit, you know, metaphorically speaking. I use that word a lot, beat beat their ass, you know. It's metaphorical, people. Just relax over there, okay? 
But oh, Mena, she's playing her game, man. I mean, in hell, what's up with TLC, you fuckers? Uh, how about the cam girl business? You didn't bring that up on stage? You gotta be kidding me. How about the racial post, fuckers? You didn't bring that up either? But you, at least the cam girl thing, I could see why you wanted to stay away from the racial post if you want to bring back Mike back for another season, which I keep hearing, which makes me throw up in my mouth. But the cam girl shit, man, why didn't we hear about that? It's play nice to Mikey because we got to bring him back for another season. So it's be nice. We're going to be soft on Mike. It's Kid Glove Mike night on the tell all. So he has as much ammunition as we have to fucking bury his ass. Oh, no, we're going to put him on a pedestal instead. Come on, TLC. Fuck you and fuck Mike and fuck you. Eh. All right, next up, we touch base with Memphis and Hamza. I won't even call him Little Boy Blue this week. Why? Because, hey, Memphis is pregnant. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Congratulations, kids. I mean, you know, if, you know, if it's Hamza's... If it's Hamza's child, of course. <laughs> Big if, isn't it? There's some rumors around there that might be her ex's uh, offspring and not Hamza's. And I've heard that they're even freaking split up, okay? Uh, maybe that's why. Maybe it wasn't Hamza's after all. I don't know if they did a DNA test, but uh, it didn't come up in the tell-all. We know that much, but you know, we know she's pregnant, so I guess we'll congratulate her and maybe him. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, anyway, he, he got here, he got to America, and, you know, and they're in New York, and he's just, he wants to explore New York, apparently. <laughs> he just wants to gather, but how about before they even left Tunisia, they're in the airport just bawling like babies. I mean, these tearful airport goodbyes just... God, here more more of the PDA that me and my wife just do not subscribe to. I mean, you know, I'm a K oneer again, and I went through this the airport goodbye to leave for six whatever months to do the K one visa before she could come to America, and and in Manila, uh, the airport goodbyes are a little more abrupt because you can't even get it in the airport unless you have a ticket for a flight that day. You can't even get into the ticketing lobby where all the ticketing counters are. They don't sell tickets at the ticketing counters at the International Airport Ninoy Aquino in uh, Manila. They take your tickets and do whatever they do with the tickets and shuttle you along. You can't get into that airport unless you buy a ticket online first or buy a ticket from a travel agent first. You got to have it in your hand for a flight that's on that calendar day. And the security guard at the front door of the, the airport uh, checks you, man. He looks at it. And if you ain't got a ticket for that day, you're bounced. You don't even get in. So anyway, so you, I mean, you're outside or you're inside. So we were outside and the line was getting short and then it was time for me to go inside. And I just say, Hey babe, see you in six months. Just, yep. Yeah, right on. We'll see you. Give me a call. And that was it, man. There was no kissing, no crying, no hugging, just two normal people. Just, you know, looking forward to their life together and not making a big old fucking show uh, for everybody else. Because it's nobody else's business. That's the reason, number one reason I don't engage in that kind of stuff. You know, I don't need them knowing, you know, what our status is. They, they can, as far as they know, I'm her dad, okay? <laughs> oh, God, there I go. <laughs> okay, no. Yeah, she calls me daddy sometimes, okay? We'll just leave it at that, right? Anyway, so they get to New York, and Hamza wants to explore New York, apparently, and she's not like Jasmine, where he's got to report and carry a, a live feed around with him with a body cam showing him, showing her where he is every millisecond of every second of every day. And he, you know, he, you know, I'll see you in a couple hours or whatever. Well, it was more than a couple hours because. Uh, he got really into his, uh, what do you call, exploring New York, because <laughs> he uh, kind of got turned around. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, that's 
Zeppelin, he got lost somewhere in New York City. He got lost. Hey, man, that's <laughs> that's kind of funny if you ask me. <laughs> oh, he's going, oh, hell, what am I going to do now? Shit, I don't know where the hell I am. Help, help me, buddy. Somebody help me. Help me, please. Yeah. Please, man, rescue me, me. Rescue my heart. Rescue my body without a heart. You know. You... <laughs> oh yeah, Hamza. He's a, he he's just a cute little guy. Sometimes says the cutest things. Anyway, uh, the cops found him. Uh, what was it? He, he was he was on the bridge or something. They he got he got lost on the bridge. <laughs> what i have down here <laughs> he got lost on the bridge so here's hamza you know first doesn't speak too much english you know hey sexy time <laughs> maybe that's new york street language i suppose in certain parts of town <laughs> but he wants to explore and he promptly gets lost yeah i guess it was three hours he was gone and she called the cops man and uh anyway the cop found him on the bridge and they recognized him from the TV show. So people started to come and rescue him. So yeah, rescue me, babies! But the cop encounters him on the on the on the, on the bridge. Huh? Bridge. Was a confounded bridge. Yeah. Uh, he found the confounded bridge, but he was confounded when he got there. But luckily, the cop uh, recognized his pretty face and called it in. And they came and swept him up. And uh, But yeah, I guess they are split up. Swept up and split up. Ain't that sad? Well, gosh, just another 90-day story gone awry. And we arrive at Ben and Malgani. Uh, a piss me off segment if there ever was one damn you tlc so you know ben gets the run around the car and chased her in and out of the car and back into the car and she says get a shit out of this car i'm out of here and she peels out and i notice his hat was sitting up on the uh there by the back window there in the back seat right behind her head there was ben's hat I'm not going to see him anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> somehow he got his hat back by the time they shot the next segment, I noticed. So, so much for uh, consistency, right? Continuity. Yeah, that's the word. Another C word. Continuity. Uh, God bless you. <laughs> Off she goes. She won't listen. Off she goes. Uh, hat and all. She don't love me. And he sulks. And, you know, the next morning he's... Leaving for the airport, and the hat's on his head now. All right, good job. You got your hat back. Did you get anything else back? Fuck who knows. Uh, it's getting kind of annoying with uh, with this stuff. I'm not sure who to believe now, Ben Mahogany or fucking TLC. Wow, you are really full of shit. Yeah, I'll say it. All three of them are fucking full of shit. You know, so yeah, she she takes off in the car, and he takes off from the airport, and you you think it's all you know. See you later, sucker. Yeah, that's that's what you're thinking. You know, I mean, gosh, why would we why would we think anything else, right? Oh well, looks can be deceiving, right? Usually is, and I think it is now. Uh, we get to the tell all and. Ben starts in, and the cast just is uh, stuck on her, why she didn't meet him at the airport. Why didn't you meet him at the airport? You love the guy, you know, you should meet... Man, I just turned around and just left. I wouldn't put up with that shit, you know. And really, is that it? So we're worried about the fucking airport, huh? Hmm, that's interesting. So, uh, you know... How long did it take for her to finally contact you? Oh, day and a half, two days, and... <laughs> fucking Mike, you know, he can't fucking shut up. Are you just not happy? Shut the fuck up, all right? 
That's the name of my new book, Shut the Fuck Up by Dr. Dennis Larry. Shut up, Mike. A revolutionary new form of therapy. I'm going to have my patients come in, Doctor, I shut the fuck up next. Yeah, shut up, Mike. He's Mike's starting to chime in. He's all got his confidence back for some reason. We don't know. But he knows. We, we're the only ones out here that don't know. And Mike's all cocky, and you just want to you just want to fucking punch him and tie him to his chair, and maybe throw it down a flight of stairs, you know. But the fucking cast is all Mike. You're just such a you don't deserve this. You're such a nice guy. You know, but, you know, back to Ben. They don't have any sympathy for Ben. Oh, fucking Ben segment. Oh, God, no. They're too busy loving on Mike. <laughs> but uh, Ben, that fucker, you know, he, he's getting... I don't fucking, he's, yeah, I know. He's getting fucking killed. Not, I'm not sure why. Yeah, we all know why, because he, he's a fucking asshole. So, uh... <laughs> Ben's trying to figure out, uh... What the hell's going on with this... Malgani lying to me, so he says, "Yeah, I was trying to get the fucking truth out of her. I can't get the, I can't even get a fucking half-assed lie out of her, man. She lies like a first grader, you know. She admits to one year, not two years, on her age, and you know, and and she tried to give the thousand dollars back, but he wouldn't take it back, and you know, he goes on and on and on, and Kim." calls him out says yeah you're full of bullshit man i don't fucking like you man <laughs> yeah get the fuck out of here bitch <laughs> that's that's kim she's over there yeah <laughs> that's what she thinks of ben get the fuck out of here you, you he had a lot to say in the green room about our relationship so you got the worst one buddy until we uh bring on his friend and and start talking to Mogany. And we find out they're just one happy little couple over there. Oh, jeez, then. Oh, fuck. Ben went back down there and uh, fucking got it back going. And she, I don't know what's up with her, but she fucking bought it. And now she's sitting in the fucking chair on the tailball calling him a liar because he fucking filmed it for TV that last trip that none of us knew about until the tailball. And she says she didn't know it was for TV. He didn't know he was filming it for TV. And now she's calling him a liar. But they're all fucking all back together. So, uh... <laughs> I, you know, someone's... Everybody's a liar on this one, you know. And then fucking Jazzy butts in, you know. And all she wants to do is pick on Ben's friend. And praise uh, Malgany. Uh, but, you know... Mogany and Jazzy are two peas in a pod, so you kind of, you know, kind of expect that from Jazzy. Jazzy was kind of uh, on the side of all the scoundrels, and that's just a, you know, takes one to know one, right, folks? Yeah, it sure does. Jazzy. I love my life, Jasmine. Okay, it's Gino, Gino, Bobino, Fifi, Fofino, Gino, 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 Gino. I didn't forget the words, I just forgot the melody, but hey... Here we are, Gino, Goofy Gino, and Jazzerific, and uh, Gino, <laughs> he's up and down on the old love roller coaster. But once things for sure, he's he's got control of his hat. Have you seen my hat? I saw a hat once. Really? Did it you? Was blue and round. Blue and round, like your head. My head doesn't look like that. Thank you anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a couple more stashed in his suitcase, so never fear. The hats are here for old Mr. Gino. As for Miss Jazzerific, well, <laughs> every know, everyone knows what's up with her, okay? She's nuts. She's nuts. That's right. She's nuts. <laughs> She's fucking nuts, man. That's our Jazzy. We love Jazzy. She's goddamn nuts, you know? Anyway, she can't, you know, she's jealous about everything. She's worried that, you know, handsome Gino, sexy boy Gino, so sexy she can't even stand it. She's uh, worried he's, he's going to find someone else in the USA, man. So she's jealous all the time, man. I mean, cheating is cheating. Lying is cheating. Uh, talking to a clerk is cheating. A cashier, 
uh, is cheating. Talking to a waitress is cheating. Talking to the line cook uh, back in, the, in Joe's Bar and Grill, that's cheating. Uh, playing with his peepee is cheating. By the way, she said if he if he if he screws up, she's gonna kick him out of the house and leave him with the clothes on his back and take everything else if he screws up. Now she, we know how she feels about playing when he plays with his peepee. She considers that cheating. Therefore, she must consider that screwing up. Therefore, if she catches him jacking off in his own house. <laughs> She's going to fucking kick him out. Now, dude, Gino, I have some advice for you. I'll be Uncle Marco. Go put a female divorce attorney on retainer, like, now. And keep her on retainer. Just in perpetuity, okay? Just do it. Don't tell anybody about it. Don't tell her about it, first of all. Don't tell Uncle Marco. Don't tell her... His girl, don't tell anybody, okay, that you did that. Just go, let your fingers do the walking, or or do some research and find who the most successful shyster female divorce lawyer in that county is, and you go have a talk with her. Let her know what's up. And she's probably seen the show, so she'd probably be tickled pink to see you walk through her front door. <laughs> Even though she's got to keep everything, you know, on the down low, being serious privilege, you know, legal and all. But, yeah, get in there and put her on retainer. Uh, Gino, that would be, the, like, the best move you can make, even better than a prenup, okay? Because she, she, you'll beat her to the punch when it comes to that. And there ain't nothing like having a hardcore female divorce lawyer. Not speaking from experience, but just... Uh, Kind of, kind of indirectly, indirectly, uh, kind of uh, wave at the genre. Let's just put it that way. So I'm a little familiar with how those things shake down. Okay, no, I'm not getting divorced, and I've never been divorced. Married 22 years, remember, to my lovely K1 bride from the Philippines. Okay, so just relax over there. But we know uh, Jazzy. You know she can't. Uh, okay. Oh, God, Jasmine. You don't have to be close to Gino. She only has to be in his field of vision, and she's fucking crazy jealous. So, yeah, it's pretty annoying, you know, when she's like that. Uh, not sure why Gino is putting up with this, you know. He's obviously scared to death of this gal. He's on the tell-all stage, and... And Uncle Marco comes on and he brings up the prenup because Gino didn't have the balls to do it. Oh boy, she hears a whiff of that and she's all oh, she digging in her heels like right now. She's offended when once again, here we go again with the prenup. All, all it is, ladies or men, if, it's, if the shoe fits, it's an opportunity, golden opportunity for you to prove to the other party that... You are in it for the love and not the money. And what better way to prove it to the other party than to sign a prenup, okay? So, uh, Uncle Marco brings it up, asks him, did you bring it up? Oh, I thought about it. And, well, obviously, he's, he thought about how fucking scared he is of that woman. And uh, what do you, uh, what kind of punishment he would have to endure, and for how how many decades he would have to endure it? <laughs> it would never go away, you know that. It's, it's, given what she said, if he screwed up, what she would do. I mean, that's about the epitome of vindictiveness, and that's the last thing you want to have when things go bad. Is a vindictive uh, other party. We'll just call Jasmine that for now. The other party, and that's why you need to get a, a, a shyster female divorce attorney with uh, with the best win-loss record that you can find in that county, Ben, and put her on retrainer yesterday. Now, uh, before they even went out on stage, they're fucking, well, maybe, no, yeah, it was during a break, wasn't it? Ben starts lecturing everybody. About relationships and stuff. What, what the fuck is it with this guy, man? Oh, yeah, I see some things going on. I just can't help myself, you know, being the youth pastor and counselor and blah, 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 blah. 
And he's got to fucking get his fucking two and a half cents in. And Kim's going, fuck you, man. This fucking guy's full of shit. And he is, man. Who are you? What gall to start fucking lecturing everybody when, you know, on appearances, you know, like Kim said, man, your, your, your fucking relationship stinks. But guess what? At least he's fucking got a relationship. At least today he does. I couldn't believe that shit. Anyway, Gino. <laughs> yeah, I think he has a relationship. I mean, did they get married? Are they going to get married? Has anybody heard? I haven't heard. I mean, why he's not taking care of this financial stuff? I don't know, man. Maybe it's a Michigan thing. I don't know. Gino, spin your head around, man. Get it on straight. Get Go get that lawyer on retainer now. Because Jasmine ain't fucking going to play with you when you piss her off. And you've already had plenty of experience with her now to know that you need to gird your loins, son, and gird them thick. Everybody can call me crazy and whatever, but I never disrespected you, Gino. I have never cheated on you. Oh, really? Never disrespected him, huh? How about when he sent that those pictures or your the, your nude pic out by text and then you threatened to do the same thing to him how you would like it if i did that to you and sent your dick pic out oh go ahead i don't care send it if you want ah well on second thought there's nothing to brag about down there so you know no no sense in sending that out it's too small anyway or how about uh oh you're just another depressing man from michigan Okay, yeah, so she's got all kinds of little digs of disrespect going on there while she claims she's never disrespected him and never cheated on him either, huh? Have you masturbated, uh, Jazzy? Have you ever masturbated? That's cheating, right? Come on, lady. Quit it with a fucking hypocrisy, you fucking hypocrite bitch. Man. I was playing with my pee-pee. Oh, <laughs> the pee-pee thing. Yeah, right. Playing <laughs> with the pee-pee without me to me, it is cheating. Cheating, huh? Fuck you, lady. I didn't think we would have time. Baby, doesn't uh, matter. We will make the time. It we have our reasons. <laughs> You're going to be punished. Super tired. Not tired enough to play with pee-pee. Uh, fuck you, Mike. Shut up, Mike. But, you know, you know... Back to Gino and Jazzy, and, uh, you know, he, you yell at your man enough, it's going to turn him off, ladies. Just saying, okay? And, Mike, shut the fuck up over there. Fucking Mike. That Where cocksucker. do you get the idea that I'm masturbating... Jasmine, did you see him do it? No. Baby, I do your laundry. What the hell is she doing his laundry for? You don't know how to operate a washing machine, Gino? I, folks, here comes the chauvinist in me. Hey, I do my own laundry, okay? I even do some of hers, but I truly, mostly just dry stuff. I don't wash anything anymore because back in the beginning, I would ruin a garment here and there. She'd fucking buy up the handles. I learned my lesson. Don't be washing any of her shit. But I do all my own laundry, all right? I wash all the dishes. I cook most of the fucking food in the house. So call me chauvinist. I'll call myself chauvinist. But I'm a damn good cook, all right? <laughs> Physically, for a man, you need to drain your freaking balls oh, one God. way or the other. Jazzy, you, I'm not the one draining your Biology. Balls. Who is it? Yeah, ja Jazzy biology there, folks. Confess. I'm more into masturbation, baby. I love it. I'm vegan, but I want your freaking meat. Yeah, well, you fucking keep yelling at me, and uh, you're going to be relegated to masturbation only, okay? So just fucking mind your P's and Q's over there when you get mad at me like you do for, for fucking nothing. Give me the meat. I it's a turnoff, Jazzy, ladies. When you fly off the handle at your man over petty shit, it fucking kind of dampens the fucking desire, okay? You know, I'm 35. I shouldn't be begging a man for sex. You know, a man does want his ego to be catered to now and then. And not to be just fucking hammered. That's not what it's for. It's not to fucking be torn down. It's there to maintain, not necessarily prop up and build up, okay? Just keep it where it is. You don't have to fucking take a sledgehammer to the fucking thing, okay? I have to be begging sex to you. Because you're a bitch. Okay, but sometimes we get in arguments because I'm in a bad mood, because I'm horny. Because you're a bitch. You. Oh, if you screw up, I'm going to kick you out and you ain't going to have a fucking shirt on your... Fuck you, bitch. You obviously don't 
fucking know anything about the laws in the U.S. You think that's going to fucking fly? You got another thing coming. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you know, you got to reciprocate that passion. Mike, Man, I, I, Mike, <sighs> uh, you're lucky I'm not there, okay? I want to improve this situation, okay? And I want to argue less. But if the argument's over not having sex, just have sex. Oh, Mike only wishes he had a fucking Jazzy and not a, a Jimena. <laughs> He's going, man, look at this guy over here. He's got this fucking hottie that wants to fucking nympho his fucking way into hell. I can't even get my girl fucking kiss me. <laughs> Damn, Gino, you fucker, Mike's thinking. <laughs> Take that, Mike, you little weasel, you little fucking meerkat, you. And around the corner to Kim and Soja Boy Usman and his Soja Boy necklace. Yeah, they're wrapping up their trip. And uh, Kim, she just wants it, wants it, wants it. So come on, baby, yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Kimmy. Usman in the sack. And what's gonna happen? Oh, yeah, baby. All day. All weekend. Yeah. Okay. Over and over, like Mike said. Uh, best night of my life. Knocked it out of the park over and over again. Liar. <laughs> Kim, it was out of the park for her, man. She dug it. She was digging it. Oh, yeah, she was digging it. Uh, in fact, she <laughs> she likes to talk about it, don't she? I mean, it's like I can't fucking get her to shut up about it. Ah, shut up! Yeah, it's like, you know... Sex me up, baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Talk about all the good things and bad things that will be. Kimmy B, Kimbali, Kimbali. She's all sexed up over there, man. She's got sex on her brain. Usman is the source. But Usman, you know, he, he's got some things on his mind, too. You know, so, uh, you know, we're not sure what's up with them. You know, they got to go to the airport and the old uh, producer gets a little sly. Is there going to be a goodbye kiss on the lips? No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> hey. hey. Come he on. Kiss me in public still. Careful. Now I'm leaving on a doubtful note. Like, how are we going to make this work? <laughs> I don't know what to do. He won't kiss me. He won't swallow my tongue. Well, yeah, I wouldn't either. You know, it's in public. Now, he did kiss you earlier in the episode, if you remember, folks. So he has kissed her, you know, as far as I'm concerned, in public if he did it on TLC. That's pretty damn public, you know. But <laughs> no more than he uh, ushers her onto the plane that he uh, gets a little excited thinking about things. And my dad, forget about it. Shrink, 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 shrink. He can ruin a Led Zeppelin reunion concert, you know what I mean? Shrink, shrink. Because he hates any music played at the appropriate level. Shrink, shrink, shrink. <laughs> yeah, he's thinking about Zara. Swing, swing, swing. So, yeah, he's got Zara on the brain right now. So, that's what we're in store for. He gets a little... Uh, gets out his laptop or his phone, makes a little call i mean not minutes after uh kim takes off he's dialing up zara he just wants to see if there's anything there it's just a phone call folks and i agree with him it's just a phone call i mean i don't see no ring on his finger you what? know what i'm saying you make a woman come real hard once you make a woman say uh-oh uh no matter how bad you fuck up no matter what you do wrong, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, as long as you say, I'm sorry, she will listen to your story. <laughs> uh, Usman's got away without a time or two, has he not? All right. Well, we've seen it uh, more than once on this show. And uh, we know it would work for Mike. <laughs> and just in reverse. <laughs> anyway, she's a... Uh, she, she she wants to fucking marry the guy. I mean, come on, man. I don't, uh, and she's all pissed off when she finds out that he called uh, 
What's her name? Well, why? I, I don't see a ring on this finger. Anyway, he calls what's her name Zara. She's a cute girl, you know. But obviously, he's got her on his mind. He's on her mind, everybody. can't get Zara out of his mind. Well, ain't that just too bad, Kimmy, Kim, Kim? You know, maybe if you were a little nicer to him and didn't get pissed off about petty little shit like you did over there storming around like a fucking little girl who just got dumped at the prom, maybe he wouldn't be calling Zara now, would he? There's an example of, you know, you yell at your man and he's going to be, you know, thinking things, okay? So just be careful with what you're yelling about. Make sure it's important, okay? I guess that's my point, you know? But, you know, Usman's there at the tell-all, like, yeah, it was just a phone call, okay? I didn't fuck the bitch. Eddie Murphy's saying you might as well have. You would have got away with it. Because you, you know you made Kim go, ooh, ooh, ooh. So if you'd have just said sorry, she'd have got over it real, real fast. You know? And, you know, <laughs> Jasmine, she has to put her little cent and a half in there. I don't get it with these exes. What's with all these exes? We got to stop with all this X stuff. I'm like, please. Are you fucking kidding me? The cot, pot calling the kettle fucking negro? Come on, man. Who's the... <laughs> God. Who's more jealous of exes than Jazzy on this show? I mean, come on. Give me a break, man. She's jealous of fucking exes from fucking six years ago. Eight years ago. Go, going to fucking Legoland. Okay? Come on, Jazzy, you fucking hypocrite bitch. Stop it over there. Mike, you shut up over there, too. You're pissing me off. That's the truth. You go, Ooh. We know we can act a fool in. I face in the pillow like this. I got this motherfucker now. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, apparently Gino made Jazzy go, ooh, so, you know, we see what Jazzy's putting up with. She says he's just the fucking worst scoundrel she's ever fucking met, most depressing fucking man from the most depressing state of Michigan she could ever fucking think, the worst fucking example of a sugar daddy she could ever fucking think of having. But she can't fucking live without him, can she? Okay, live with, with him, live without him, you know, do something, lady, make up your fucking mind over there. Jazzy, come on. Of course, it's Kim's segment, you know, and she has her son on there, and, you know, and she sees the callers are, oh, you call her. Oh, well, this is a humiliating. Uh, a slap in my face, and, and uh, her son's over there chiming in weekly. Uh, just, you know, you know, that was fucked up, man. Why are you clapping at her like that, man? <laughs> you know, I'm not even sure why he was there. Uh, Usman's like, come on, Kim, relax. We don't even talk, okay? Well, I mean, you're the. I said you're the girlfriend, all right. So shut up, be the girlfriend already. Quit worrying about Zara. Either that, or fucking impress me a little more, and then maybe you won't have anything to worry about. You know, keep getting mad at me like that. You never know what what you're gonna face over there. So stop it. I'll stop looking around. You quit fucking spinning around trying to fucking knock me down, okay? And, and get, with your petty shit, okay? And I'm tired of your petty shit, Kim. So if you want to dump me, I don't care. You can go ahead and dump me, okay? I'm going to have my say, and you're going to do whatever you're going to do, okay? So do whatever you're going to do there, Kimbali, and we'll just uh, see you around the corner, okay? All right. And down the final straightaway with uh, Ella and... Johnson, he's a real Johnson, all right. He's probably feeling like Johnson after she cheated on him. Uh, yes, I cheated on him. Oh, man, I'm not going to try to cry like she did last week. But, damn it, they didn't even show it to the cast when she went off on that crying jag. God, that would have been priceless if they'd have heard that. But, no, I don't know. It would have been nice if they'd played a lot of things for them that they didn't play. They sure had plenty of time, but they wasted a lot of time, too, if you ask me. But, uh, yeah, they play the... You know that you know they play some of the clips where she admits cheating and she saw it on his face and stuff. And Sean asked her, "So how's your relationship 
We are very strong, she says. You know, she, we're very strong. I'm so horny. <laughs> well, I'm so horny. Yeah, yeah. I'm so horny. <laughs> That's how strong it is for old Ella. <laughs> uh, we don't know how horny Johnny gets over there or if he plays with his pee-pee. But Johnny don't want to hear about her exploits. He probably doesn't mind that she has one now and then just to keep him off her back, like I said last week. But he he don't want to hear about it, man, you know? So it's like, well, you know, Ella's like, well, what do I do? I don't have my man, you know? I mean, what do I do? Jess says, get a dildo. <laughs> well, I, 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 I did one better, actually. I uh, actually, I got a, I, I, uh, oh gosh, I got a penis. <laughs> Uh, why settle for a dildo when I can call on a penis? So anyway, a pe- I called the penis on the phone, and the penis came over, and me and the penis, you know, we cracked open a uh, cheap bottle of rosé, and the penis and me, we cooked some cheese spaghetti and had a romantic cheese spaghetti dinner with some rosé. And me and the penis, uh, you know, we talked about old times. We looked at photographs and, uh, you know, shared penis stories about the penis and what the penis has been up to, <laughs> up to. <laughs> uh, and then, then the, and the penis, somehow we tripped over each other and the, and the penis's penis landed in my vagina. <laughs> so who the fuck needs a damn dildo when I can just call on a penis to come over, you know? I mean, come on already. Oh, my arm is already tired. Jesus yeah? Christ, I don't jack off enough. <laughs> he ain't jacking off Johnny either. I mean, come on, man. What? <laughs> Johnny, he's over there. He's watching all this. Is God damn, is this what I'm stuck with over there? Sure you haven't cheated again, Sean asked. Just as you sure sure it was just that one time there, Ella? You only cheated just that one time, right? And Johnny's over there getting the side eye, you know, and Whoa no, it was just one time. And she sounds so believable, you know, and <laughs> Yeah, well Sean says when you know how Sean is, man, she has the dope before she lights it up, you know. So here she goes with the Zippo. Well, what about your birthday? Oh, yeah, that 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 other guy that you met. Yeah, yeah, he was just a friend, and he came over, and he wasn't happy about being friend zone. But you know, he, you know, and where did where did you meet this guy? Oh, I'm gonna want a Asian chat site. Hey, wait a minute, what the hell? Hey, wait a minute, what the hell? <laughs> an Asian, an Asian chat site. Yeah, right. Make sure Johnny didn't hear. Did Johnny hear that? Yeah, he fucking heard it. All right. Anyway, the dude slept over, and that was all. Nothing happened. Okay. And oh, weak Johnny. He says, "Oh, oh, it, it, it's okay. I'm. Uh, are you angry, Johnny? No, 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 no. I'm not angry. No, no. We we not angry. Not at all." What, what about you? You feel how? What do you feel about it, there, uh, little Miss Hussy? <laughs> oh God! Stop! <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what the hell they're doing over there. So anyway, Ella and Johnny, what a show. That's the end of the season. Uh, I was really unhappy with the whole thing, the way uh, it shook down with Mike. I wanted Mike to get crucified so bad. And it was basically a fucking Mike love fest, wasn't it, people? Did Mike get his comeuppance? Did they show them all those uh, those uh, sketchy scenes that we saw here in these recent episodes? I- I'm thinking not, because they would have felt like we did, wouldn't they? Oh, no, man. It was almost right down to a man, man. Poor Mike. Oh, you deserve better than this. I mean, come on. Same with the pillow talkers. The pillow talkers are the same way. So I don't know what edit that they're being shown. 
Maybe it ain't the same one that we're being shown on just a regular old show on a regular old TLC, but goddamn. I mean, it's like Mike, you know, he came out, you know, smelling like a fucking rose. He practically took over the show. He practically uh, uh, pitched TLC for Sean's job, for God's sake. So, uh, man, I tell you what, if they really think they're going to bring that, I mean, that's the reason, it has to be why they were nice to him because they want to bring him back for another season because he was such good tv well it's only good tv until you don't get the fucking payoff that we should have gotten and that we deserved out here but we didn't get it did he mike he just he got pretty much got his way and jimenez back with him you know hell jimenez thinking well shit you know here here what's the what's the uh real live fucking uh ramification here he sends me money and he stays like five thousand miles away well yeah i could probably do that for a while hell yeah i'll go ahead and say i'm with him that we're together as long as he keeps this stinky ass Five thousand miles away from me and pays my rent. Fuck yeah, man! I'm down with that. Man, bring it on, man. Write that check, son. You know my address. You can Western Union and do whatever you fucking want. I don't care. Just bring me that fucking dinero, son. Bring me that dinero. That's all I care about. So yeah, that's our uh, that's our girl. You know, what what do we expect from Jimena to to just keep playing Mike? Mike's willing to have this kind of a relationship where he gets no sex. And pays for getting no sex. That's great, Mike. Way to go, you dumb shit. Well, guess what, folks? We've come to the end of the season. And T. Jones is winding this thing down. And we're going to get on the horse. And we're going to ride off into the sunset. And gracefully bow out of here. And we will see you next year. I want to thank everybody. All of you have stuck with me. I only I just started this, you know, but, but I, I'm a K-Wanner, and the show captivates me because they, cause they fuck up so much, they make me look like a genius. So <laughs> that's why I like it, and I like reviewing it. It's a good outlet for me. It keeps me sane, keeps me from getting too pissed off, it keeps me from bottling things in. This is kind of a good outlet, good venting for me. So, hey, out there, you might want to try it yourselves, okay? It's not that hard. I'm not trying to make money out of it. Just trying to, you know, have a little fun, poke a little fun, put a little heat on these some bitches on this show called 90 Day Fiance. All right, folks. Love ya. Love me back. You love me too, don't ya? Well, I mean, come on. You all look beautiful. How about me? <laughs> T. Jones, feeling it, bringing it. Gonna take it home now, okay? Thanks, everybody. And I want everybody to remember, and especially all you ladies, remember out there that chauvinism is not dead.